Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of High Minded with McCarter featuring SK, my amazing co-host. Hey, hey. We are back with another episode. We are talking about hemp and cannabis and the differences between hemp and cannabis and a lot about CBD, other cannabinoids, and basically what to look for when you're looking for CBD and hemp products versus full spectrum, broad spectrum, distillate. It's super interesting. Yeah, all the questions to ask when you go into a CBD shop. Um, Paul was really interesting. He owns Infused CBD out here in Boulder, um, and they also have a shop in Lohi in Denver. Um, yes. He was super informative, and I learned a lot. It was great. Yeah, he has a really cool uh, CBD hemp shop in Boulder and Denver, like SK said. Mm-hmm. It is called um, Infused CBD Marketplace. So you can check them out on Instagram, on their website. You can order products online um, because the biggest thing is that hemp does not contain more than 0.3% THC, and that is according to the Farm Bill of 2018 that made hemp um, legal nationwide to make industrial hemp and grow it, sell it, process it, produce it. Um, so that's really the industry kind of that we're talking about. And it's different than cannabis because you can ship hemp across state lines, whereas you can't bring cannabis across state lines legally. Yeah. So a lot of their products have um, different cannabinoids, CBD, CBG, CBN. Um, CBV. CBV. There's so many. <laughs> yeah. It's growing all the time. I, I Last time I saw it, it was like 140 identified and more to come. Um and I thought it was interesting. His shop also sells plants. So if you're in the market for plants. I love that. I actually got this really beautiful, I think it's called a Norfolk pine mm. from his store. Oh, your Christmas tree? Yeah. The, yes, Cute. my little Christmas tree. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Um, we have a little pine tree that I didn't want to like cut down a tree or get like a fake one. And I was like, I already have this pine tree that I bought from his store. A couple months ago, that's just been thriving in my home with all my other house plants. Yes. And I think I saw, I don't know where I got the idea. Maybe I saw someone else just like make their little house plant into a tree. And actually, I've seen on Instagram, people are doing really funny things. They're making, like, they're taking a cannabis plant Ooh. and making it into a Christmas tree. I love that. Which I thought was really cute. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. I wish I had like a full grown indoor plant that I could use and incorporate that way. But my Norfolk pine works just as well. Yeah, it's cute with the lights and the stockings around and there's a whole scene. It's really, yeah, you do have kind of a greenhouse going on in your house, which is awesome. Oh, yes. I'm just all about that plant life. Yeah. You know, exactly. It's all about the plant life. (laughs) But yeah, with Paul, we do discuss like a lot of the cannabinoids that you can find in hemp and cannabis. Um, But I think they're more brought out in hemp because those are the main features, whereas in cannabis, the main feature is the THC. And yeah, and selective breeding has really kind of upped oh, yeah. that in the cannabis market and genetics. everything else. It's all about the genetics for cannabis. Totally. But then I feel like it's all about the cannabinoids for hemp. For sure. And he was talking a lot about how um, at this point it's been so refined that even when you run a, c- a certificate of analysis on these plants, like one will be one cannabinoid will be so much more pronounced than others. Just wow, yeah. Over time, they've really so honed crazy. the craft. Yeah, it's amazing. wow. This industry is just getting more and more advanced every day. Yeah, totally. 
It's oh my gosh. Hard to keep up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but I use hemp a lot in CBD. I take a hemp CBD or CBG tincture or gummies every single day. Um, right now I'm actually using uh, gummies and tinctures from Herbie, mm-hmm. which is actually our sponsor for today's episode. So shout out to Herbie. You can use code McCarter for 25% off at helloherbie.com. And I really love their delicious gummies. They really like take the stress away. If I'm like feeling super stressed out, just like pop a gummy or do a tincture under the tongue. And I just feel like it lifts some weight off of my shoulders. Yeah, for sure. If that makes sense. Um, But then like other cannabinoids like CBN, they have a CBN tincture that's really good for helping you sleep. So then those you would want to take right before bedtime. Yeah, I did try one of the CBN gummies at a point. What'd you think? It knocked me right out. It was amazing. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) I love CBN. Um, Yeah, I just really want people to try more cannabinoid products. And I feel like people are so hesitant because they're nervous that they'll get high. Yeah, and... um, you really won't. I've been on a tea break if it's the and I've right. been smoking on the Herbie flower. <laughs> yes. Um, and yeah, no, you know, s- psychoactive effects, but definitely it's just nice to have um, a, a little bit of a release at the end of the day. And yes. I just love smoking. So, right. We obviously both have that oral fixation. Yes. <laughs> but I think everyone does. Like, why do you think so many people are obsessed with vaping? Totally. And it's why cigarettes got so huge. Right. And gum and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, And I just think it's a better way to kind of like meet that vice kind of or like fill that kind of need or desire. But it also has all these incredible health and wellness benefits that these cannabinoids have, like being a pain reliever, a sleep aid, anticonvulsant, reducing anxiety, muscle relaxant, antidepressant, increases appetite. There's so many amazing things that cannabinoids help us do by plugging into our endocannabinoid system. Mm -hmm. There's a lot happening in our bodies and we are really not entirely knowledgeable as a society on, or like even scientists don't have it totally down on what is all happening. So um, it's an ever evolving science and we're here to learn all about We're it. We're just as trying to keep up, <laughs> totally. honestly. Yeah. And spread the knowledge, of course, too. Definitely. I had a lot of misconceptions going into this episode on hemp and how um, the endocannabinoid system really absorbs and yeah. is saturated by different um, cannabinoids. So yeah, Paul was very educational and it was really nice to talk to him and get yeah. a little confirmation on things that misunderstood. Right. I think we we clear up a lot of misunderstandings of the differences between hemp and cannabis in this episode. And Paul does so beautifully with all of his years of knowledge working in the hemp space. And he obviously has consumed cannabis for and hemp for a lot of his life and has different experiences with other plant-based medicines. So he just brings really great knowledge, I feel like. And I'm just excited for everyone to listen and hopefully learn something new and share with a friend. Um, But in the meantime, I hope you all enjoy and please like us, subscribe, give us a five-star rating um, and follow us on Instagram at highmindedpod. And as always, stay high, stay high. Welcome back to another episode of High Minded with McCarter featuring SK, my co-host. Hey, hey. I'm super excited to bring my friend and fellow, I would say, hemp advocate, um, Paul Talbot. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited to talk about the differences between hemp and cannabis and just dive into the benefits of cannabinoids um, because a lot of people don't, I feel like, understand the differences. We were kind of talking at the beginning of last episode um, because SK was a bud tender and she still was having some difficulty um, recalling the differences of hemp and cannabis. A so, lot of ignorance was going on in my mind. So Yeah, so Educate that's us. why I hit you up. There's a lot of, I think, problems because the marijuana dispensaries are still pushing you know, pot as hemp. They sell CBD products basically because CBD is popular to people. People come in looking for CBD products that, and they don't want to get high, but they buy marijuana products and they... Right. think they're not going to get high and they leave with something that they don't really want. So then they come into stores like ours and fuse the CBD marketplace and they buy products and they come in and they're like, well, we don't want anything that has any THC in it. You mm-hmm. know? And that's really like a huge misnomer because, you know, having a trace amount of THC is different than anything you're going to get at a dispensary. It's hard to explain to people that are coming in and buying smokable products. It's like, well, what am I going to feel? And it's like, well, what do you feel when you take like vitamin C, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you don't feel anything. It really depends on your psychological makeup and what you're looking to accomplish. It's like these products don't get you high, you know, and like there's nothing about them that's not medicinal, you know, in its own, in its own nature. So, you know, smokable products are great. Most of the smokable products we sell have no THC in them at all. You know, so they just have terpenes and, you know, CBD at a higher level. So can you explain a little bit how they, that product is made, like go through all throughout the process, kind of backwards, I guess? Well, I mean, when you come into our store, right, like, so there's, there's different types of, of CBD products, right? There's So you, just to preface, he has an amazing CBD store off of near Pearl Street in Boulder, and then you just opened up one near Denver, yeah, so we have one on 9th Street in Boulder, um, and then one in Lohi in Denver, and then we also have our online marketplace and a store in Connecticut. So, um, you know, we carry a curated selection of products. We have about 36 or 7 different companies we work with and wow. 180 products. And they're all curated by you, correct? Yeah. I mean, all our products are pretty, you know, I mean, they, the first thing we look at when we bring products in is is uh, design, you know, aesthetic. Aesthetic is very important to our, our store. And then quality, you know, uh, both price and um, the amount of CBD you're getting, you know, and the, how it's grown, you know, the story behind the company. Um, you know, a lot of people just buy white labeled stuff and they don't realize it. So they're just buying mass marketed produced, you yeah. know, oh, yeah. you know bio sad. stuff and they're just slapping a label on it and it looks like a fifth grader made it. People can get stuff cheap, but they're also getting a lower quality product. And I think it's hard to right. make people understand that when you're getting something quality, you know, there's a lot more that goes into a product than just, you know, getting something from a company because a lot of companies just sell stuff to make money, right? And then there's a lot of companies that give back to the environment. They donate stuff to charity. Yeah. Like having to pay for the quality that you... Yeah, but... Yeah, uh, I'm all about quality To MacArthur's first question, she was like, um, you know, talk to us about like how CBD is made or uh, different Mm -hmm. types of it. Well, So there's full spectrum, there's broad spectrum, and then there's CBD isolate. Perfect. So, you know, full spectrum is like 
buying NyQuil, right? Like you go to the store and you, you know, you, you get NyQuil and it has a trace amount of alcohol in it or kombucha, right? It's not going to get you high. It's not going to get you drunk. I mean, if you take enough of it, you know, like some people do, you know, they abuse stuff, then you can get high, right? Mm-hmm. There's always a, a, a enough for like a single serving not to get you high. But, you know, if you take... 30 servings. Right. If you I abuse mean, you're anything, be high. It's just like if you drank 30 bottles of NyQuil, you could probably get bust. pretty messed up. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's, yeah. It so is everything it is. is in moderation. And yeah. So, like for us at our store, we usually recommend about 16 and a half to 33 milligrams as a single serving. Now, like a single serving for someone, everyone is different. Wait, and that's milligrams of hemp or CBD or like. A specific cannabinoid of CBD. Okay, just in general, like so, uh, a CBD product. Okay, um, whether it has other cannabinoids in it or not, isn't really. I mean, when we're talking about that, we're talking about a basic CBD tincture. Okay, we're talking about something with CBG or CBN or other. Okay, you know, cannabinoids. Those have different dosages and different needs based on what you're trying to accomplish. Okay, so CBD. You know, but that serving size can be taken as many times as you want throughout the day. Like, it's just not like you take one serving and you're like, you know, good to go. I often like tell people it's like taking 800 milligrams of Advil in the morning. You're not going to take 800 milligrams of Advil in the afternoon. You might take 200 milligrams to pull you back up into that like pain-free relief, you know, area. Okay, right. And it's the same thing. Like you might take a a big loading dose in the morning of CBD or in the afternoon. And then you might take like a a little, you know, puff off your vape or take a mint. That's like a more of a micro dose or take another full Dosage, tincture, whatever, gummy, mm-hmm. you know, whatever works for you. But that's the hardest part of, you know, taking holistic healthcare products is finding the dosage that works best for your right. needs. I feel like that is the most, the biggest problem for people who, or it's the biggest barrier for people wanting to get into hemp or try CBD or other cannabinoids. They're like, well, I don't know where to start and I don't want to invest all this money in different products if I don't really know. Yeah, there's you, a lot of fear there. Um, like, what if it? What if I take too much? What if um, it does? What if I don't take enough and it doesn't work? And then I like have invested in this thing, and it's like, it's right. like anything you take that's holistic. You know, it's you know, and then you have people that come in and they, you know, leave, and then they probably end up going to a dispensary or some other place that doesn't give them the correct information, and they buy something. You know, um, sativa and indica, right? Like people come in and ask about sativa and indica and sativa and indica really don't describe plants anymore mm-hmm. dispensaries so are notorious for this they're probably the worst characters in this whole world yeah. because they don't want to take and <laughs> educate themselves anymore they just want to give people the simple information yeah but with all the hybrids that we have in the world now uh, you know you can't it's really like everything s- is a hybrid yeah but yeah. indica and sativa really only describe the plant it it doesn't really describe the qualities of the plants anymore. Right. So you go into a dispensary and you're buying a sativa and indica. And I don't, I read this article once, which was really interesting. They did a comparison of like, let's say OG Kush from Colorado and OG Kush from California. Right. And they both had completely different terpene profiles, which means they do completely different things. Yeah. Yeah. But you go to a dispensary and this is, I don't know, whatever it is, uh, sativa Mm -hmm. or something. Right. And people expect certain things based on that, but that's not what they're getting. So when you come into like our store and we sell CBD flour, like it's not an indica or sativa. I mean, it could be, 
But it's just like basically CBD. Would, and then you, if you really want to know what's happening, then you look at the terpene profiles, you know, and that really tells yeah. you if it's going to be more energizing, more relaxing, totally, you know, more focus orientated. And well, you can't really have like a bud tender know all this. I mean, you could, but. Some do, but some are just interested it's in getting easier high. just to say it's like an indica or sativa right. or a hybrid. Yeah, I mean, if there's hundreds of different things going on in the plant, to break it out of a binary just seems common sense, but it's just so much easier to yeah. be there. It's like, I want the sativa, which will always give me this one effect. Yeah, and back yeah. in the day when Impossible. marijuana probably first became legal and when we used to buy it from the drug dealer on the corner, yeah, it's probably a little bit easier to like say this is that. But now when you like have people like chemically engineering marijuana to like yes. make people crazy because there's so many, you know, THC compounds. Oh my there. gosh, you had the THCO. And the THC. I'm just saying the levels of like yeah. how high it is. 36% THC. Yeah. But like they're that. discovering new THC similar molecules that also get people high in a different way that's very like new and not like, and that's what I was saying yeah. with the THCO. You were telling me about THCO. I tried like, some in Vegas and it like this one girl like puked and another woman like had to go to sleep. Um, it like totally wrecked her day, man. Well, they're synth- I mean, they're they're basically like synthetic elements, you know, and like people, and that's oh shit. Like we could talk about that too. I mean, it's crazy. Like people come in, look, and they think Delta Eight. Oh yeah, <clears throat> mm-hmm. is CBD. Oh my god, yeah, you it's know? rough because people don't even Delta know- Eight is not CBD. People, don't well, people don't even know what Delta Nine is. Right. So Delta Nine is THC. Mm-hmm. Delta eight is THC, but it's a different molecular compound. Right. But it's still it's one isomer THC. different, technically, right? Yeah, but you try to tell people, well, like, what is Delta eight? What is Delta nine? And they're like, oh, I don't know. I just want Delta eight CBD. <laughs> oh my gosh! Aren't you counting your isomers? There's customer? so many. Yeah, but they don't even know when they go to it. Like they right. just. Like they think THC, they don't know what THC is. And that's what I'm trying to get across. Cause like, totally. like you, you say, oh, you want Delta nine? And they're like, no, I want THC. I was reading about CBG today on, and CBGA. Cause like every, a lot of people are really into CBDA, CBGA, and they really have no idea what it is. But I was on Leafly and I was like, these people should like check their spelling. It was like, <laughs> oh my god! even like in Leafly's like explanation of like what CBGA, it was, they had it all like, it was looked like the alphabet. It was all, I think it was C D G A or something like that. The way they spelled it, it was just spelled wrong. I'm oh, like, it's Leafly's? like a copy editor didn't even. Yeah. They didn't even spell check it correctly. Wow. Christ. But like Leafly now you have like, literate. now you have people coming in looking for like CBDA and they're like, well, CBDA isn't really like even readily available. It's just an acid that, you know, is in the plant. Right. You know, that they've, you, scientists have like discovered. Yeah. I mean, you can get it, but it's usually when the, when you smoke something, you know, like, so, you know, a lot of people buy marijuana or, or hemp flour, right? And they get sold something and they believe it's THC free, right? Mm-hmm. But what happens is that there's no THC, there's no Delta 9 in it. But there's still a large 
or a potentially large amount of, of THCA. So when you smoke the CBD flower, while there might be no trace amounts of delta-9 when it's tested, when it decarboxylates, when you smoke it, you know, that acid turns into delta-9 and now you have THC. Mm. So it's hard to say when you buy a flower that it's completely THC-free, even if it's just, you know, a hemp product. Well, it's not going to get you high. You know, people come in and you try to explain this to them when they have to pass a drug test. Yeah, for sure. That was my next question. Mm -hmm. And then they go somewhere and they buy, you know, this hemp flower from somewhere else and it says THC free, but what it really is is it might still have a THCA content right. that's not showing up as delta nine. Yeah, but they're not taking into consideration what happens when someone smokes it, mm-hmm. which is really fucked up for people that you know might fail a drug test. Yeah. yeah. And now time for a quick commercial break. Are you looking for some reliable hemp products in your life? I'm really happy to tell you that Herbie, they're doing it right. They have specific cannabinoids that they extract from the hemp plants, such as CBD, CBG, or CBN. So Herbie offers these really cool products. They have gummies that are hemp-infused and flour, as well as pre-rolls. My favorite products to use are the tinctures in the morning, and then I take a gummy before sleep. And when I'm feeling stressed throughout the day, sometimes I'll just smoke a hemp pre-roll to myself to calm down. And now through Christmas, all jarred and pre-roll hemp flour will be 40% off. And you can use code McCarter for 25% off your entire order at helloherbie.com. That's H-E-L-L-O-H-E-R-B-I-E.com. So full spectrum has a trace amount of THC. And what people usually get, you know, they just, they use this as a, I want a full spectrum product. They don't really even know what it means. You know, it's just, it is what it is. So full spectrum usually means that it has the full plant spectrum. There's nothing been taken out of the plant at all. Full plant benefits. Yeah. That's what you say. But then there's two different types. There's different types of crude distillates, you know, substance that you can use. So there's full spectrum whole hemp oil, which still has all the chlorophyll in it. That's all the green shit. Like if you go to get a juice, you get the juice and that's what comes out of it. The chlorophyll, that's what, Mm -hmm. you know, you have in your juice. And that's what people like, like companies that just sell black sludge oil. (laughs) You know, it's it's the cheapest stuff you can make. There's no thought about it. It's basically like taking a plant, squeezing it into a bottle putting a label on it and charging people 300%, right? Yeah. You know, profit. Yeah. When they're not doing anything, you know? So, like, there's then there's another so type. So, the most basic, minimal extraction. Yeah, is that. And there's different types of, of that. There's, like, black sludge, like the Onda cells, which tastes like garbage. <laughs> what? Hold on. It's actually called black sludge? No, but that's what it looks like if oh, you've okay. ever seen it. No, I have. I have. It's like Prohibition era. Well, but it's, like, kind of greenish, but it's very dark and gross. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, mean yeah. I have some at my house, like, in this jar, and you pour it into a shot glass, and it, you, you can't even see light through it. It's, it's so gross. Okay. What's the next one? But people one? think it's, it's great. And it's, you know, like... Are there benefits of having full... Is that like a Rick Simpson oil? It would be like an RSO, sure, in that type of area. I don't even know what a Rick Simpson oil is, actually. It's like black. It's like the black original oil. And then there's a distillate. So a distillate is like 
Now it's being distilled. It's having the chlorophyll removed out of it. So it's more of a clear oil. Okay. It's it's like honey. Mm-hmm. Like if you look yes. at it. Yes, a golden. Golden brown. Okay. It's really pretty. Nice. You know, and like you can get it and like when you, you can, if you put it in the sun, it melts, you know, and you leave it and it will recrystallize. Okay. You know, and like whole spectrum, whole hemp oil doesn't do that. It's just this crude right. stuff. So the distillate will crystallize. And then, so the distillate is going to be more flavorless or flavor, you know, more palatable. Lacking the plant, planty taste. Yeah, so we sell sell both. We sell, what we don't sell, like that, what I call black sludge. (laughs) They do not sell the black sludge, (laughs) let's be clear. Like we sell products from plant people, which is a whole hemp oil, Pachamama, which is a whole hemp oil, but they don't have that really like dark oil it's a little bit clearer and it's terpene infused you know it has other benefits to it and but it's still going to be more it's i consider it to be more like olive oil okay so so it's not as chlorophyll but it's like still has that full spectrum right all the nutrients that people seem to think is super important okay then the distillate, you know, is nice because you can have different flavor profiles in it or it's just it just doesn't taste bad. You know, like okay. our common ground products, you know, like they have different terpenes in them or different cannabis terpenes that, you know, make it taste better, like strawberry or lemon, you know, in their wake or something like that. Okay. You know, terpenaline, myrcene, alpapinine, you know, like compounds that make things naturally taste better. Right. So instead of having, you know, that full spectrum oil that tastes like garbage, now you have something that actually is purposefully put in there to make it taste better, but still be, you know, a full spectrum product. Okay. Which is the different type. And then there's broad spectrum, you know, and broad is broad is pretty easy to understand. It's like it in a lot of cases in our store it means that it doesn't have any THC in it. But that's not a industry, you know, specific. Broad okay. spectrum in its in its nature just means that there's something missing from the full spectrum. Right. So that's kind of like what we say to people. So you can't go to like Joe Schmo's, you know, hemp store over there and be like, oh, do I can have a broad spectrum product because they think it's THC free, right? That's not the case. Okay. It could still have THC, but it could have something else. Okay. And what's often really kind of interesting too is people like full spectrum products, people think that they're getting this far superior product. But if when you look at the COA, a certificate of analysis, a lot of times in the hemp industry, there's nothing else in this product outside of just CBD anyways. You know, there might be all these other potential cannabinoids or potential, you know, substances, but they usually read non-detect at best. Okay. You know, they're like in trace amounts. So people, you know, like they come in asking for this full spectrum product because they think they're getting, you know, all these other cannabinoids, all this other stuff. But the way stuff is grown nowadays, it's so strong in one area that everything else is, even though it hasn't been removed, it's still not there, mm. you know? Yeah. And Which is that is, from like genetic modification or like just like picking certain strains specifically? Yeah, it's just the way things are grown. I mean, you could... Yeah, they like they want to like isolate certain cannabinoids, enhance certain ones. Yeah, get broad spectrum products that you know. So broad spectrum products that are just 
you know, in our case, they just have CBD in them. They might have other cannabinoids in them, but they don't have any THC. Okay. So a broad spectrum product could be just like a full spectrum product. It just doesn't have the THC in it. Right. So people that come in that are looking for something that is good for the, their drug test, right? They they mm-hmm. might or they they don't want to have any of that THC at all for specific reasons, work, whatever. They might be in the military, school. Mm-hmm. They might be in the police department, you know, and they just don't want to have that. Yeah. And they have these products or the isolate products, right, that are just the isolated CBD molecule. It's just a powder. looks like cocaine, it's, you know. <laughs> and it just – it's. But just, sometimes it's like water dissolvable. It like – Yeah, there's water-soluble products too, but – Water-soluble, yeah. I mean, you can have a full-spectrum water-soluble product. It doesn't have to be isolate. It's, you know, there's just different ways of making it, like – Common Ground, for instance, we sell their tea, and they have a full-spectrum water-soluble, you know, spray that they put on their tea leaves that they, you know, they infuse it that way. Okay. So Interesting. CBD isolate isn't – just because it's water-soluble doesn't mean it's THC-free. So what about – I'm seeing a lot of advertisements from CBD companies or, like, wholesale distributors for CBD – all about this like nano enhanced technology to like make the molecule smaller so does that and that helps with bioavailability sure bioavailability is a term that people don't really know much about but it's just basically talking about the amount of substance that you get in your body when you take something right yeah so you know every different consumption method has a different level of bioavailability smoking is your fastest form of consumption right if you want to have the best bioavailability, then you smoke. Happens super fast, gets into your system, but then it's out of your system super fast too, right? So there's pluses and minuses of different levels of bioavailability. Second fastest is oil. Put it under your tongue, tincture, whatever, some kind of consumable product you put in your mouth. You know, that will take longer because your body still had to digest it. People believe that, it, you know, if you put it under your tongue, it absorbs into your bloodstream faster than you swallow it. So you're getting a faster bioavailability that way. But it, does it depend on how big, like, the CBD molecule is? Like, for- Well, that's the difference. That's like nano is a smaller particle. So right. it, they believe that it, it has a faster okay. absorption rate and you're getting more of that molecule for less. Got it. So, so let's say you have... 10 milligrams of CBD, that's full spectrum oil versus 10 milligrams of nano. And this is, there's nothing factual about this statement. Okay. I'm just using it as an example, but let's say we have 10 milligrams of of full spectrum oil and 10 milligrams of of nano CBD. They say you get three milligrams of full spectrum oil versus like six milligrams or eight milligrams of the nano. Well, you were talking about the COAs with um, certain oh, yeah. products and you get that report. Is that something that's regulated and um, like required by law or where does that testing happen? How does it happen? Who's testing? So most uh, reputable manufacturers use, you know, certain labs. There's a few labs, I forget the names, that, you know, everyone uses. I remember back in the day when we first started, I mean, we've been, I've been doing this for almost three years now and... Like we've very rarely bring on new companies. Like mm-hmm. we've been working with almost the same companies since we started as we are today. I mean, obviously we bring on new ones. We just brought on a new smokable company, which is really nice. But 
you know, COAs are very important. But like for us, we used to be so into COAs, but like since we've been working with our companies for so long, we don't even really look for that information anymore. Okay. But a lot of the companies have that stuff readily available. Like they'll have it on their, you know, packaging with a QR code or something like yeah. that. I mean, we used to have it listed for all our products on our website, but then we changed websites and we just never got it back up. Mm. But, you know, it's important for newer companies to be really straightforward. And I think the hemp industry in particular, you know, self-regulates itself, you know, for a lot of stuff. So how did you get involved in the hemp industry? Uh, well, originally I used to run a digital ad tech company and then I decided to stop doing that for a myriad of reasons. And my mother, you know, she's... Uh, she's a retired nurse, but she was retired because of um, injuries. Mm. So she's disabled. She's got herniated disc. She's got like a neuropathy in her leg. She had many surgeries. Like she just can't work. Mm -hmm. And back in the day when marijuana first became legal, you know, we used to ship her from Colorado to Connecticut, you know, like marijuana products that were high in CBD. Mm. Yeah. You know, but she still didn't like that because they would still make her all loopy and weird, mm -hmm. which yeah. is already weird enough, but, <laughs> you know, so are all our moms. But, um, so then the CBD came along and so I was like, well, you know, I, I don't have millions of dollars to open a marijuana company, you know, and I probably not going to get a license or anything like that. Yeah. So, and, you know, in 2018, when, you know, the farm bill came around, I was like, well, let's try, you know, doing this and let's, nice. you know, let's start curating products and putting them in a, a place, you know, and open, you know, the store kind of came as a, a second, you know, to like the online thing. And that's kind of how it all happened. It was just like so cool. a new business, you know, helping, you know, people, because I've always been in holistic health, you know, as a massage therapist for 12 years and things like that. So I have a lot of holistic health experience cool. in some senses. So nice. that knowledge with the, you know, the, the CBD and other things like that just seemed like it was, it went hand in hand. So like trying to help people. Right. Well, has CBD actually helped your mom? Yeah. She takes about 50% less of her medications than wow. she normally does, wow. you know, and it's really made a big difference in her life. That's amazing. So, I mean, she's on a lot of, you know, pharmaceuticals from like sure. stuff for pain relief, nerve pain relief, you know, and then pain medication to, to counteract the other medication. But, you know, she's been able to cut down on a lot of her stuff and like even just taking like normal stuff like Advil and aspirin, like she's been able to, you know, replace that with like like capsules, CBD capsules and things like that. So Nice. I mean, it's not like, it's not something that she's ever going to be able to stop taking, but yeah, to be able to supplement something with you yeah. know, something healthier. I think that's such a powerful message. Yeah. 50%. That's pretty huge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, if it's not getting you high and it's not like, you know, like we sell functional products, Yeah, yeah totally. you know, I mean, we sell products that don't get you high that can help you, you know, feel more normal. Mm -hmm. You know, and well, there's benefits for, for everything. You know, I think the functional benefits for me are very important. Yeah. You know, it's nice to just be able to, you know, pop a few CBD gummies, you know, and feel more centered, you know, or more totally. relaxed versus having like that weird feeling of being high and, you know, having more anxiety for some people. Or I remember yeah. when I was a kid, or I used paranoia. To, paranoia i mean i have increased pain when i get stoned wow really yeah all my like 
all the baby pains and like my joints and everything like are intensified. Oh my okay. gosh, that's so interesting. So like it has the the adverse effects that sometimes people are said to have. Yeah. Which is really weird. Like makes me more. It makes me feel everything more. So like like all the pain is intensified. Totally. Everything. It's like why you have anxiety or why you get paranoid. It's like oh you, everything's heightened. Yeah. Right. Wow. So true. So like the CBD is nice because it doesn't have that benefit. Yeah. As far as intensifying. Totally. More paranoid. But it's like, just again, like you had to go through an experience like THC and CBD on their own in order to know these things. Well, this was when I was younger. I mean. Yeah. But I feel like people don't want to do the work themselves is what I'm saying. You know. No one. I mean, I mean, many people don't. Thank you for sharing your knowledge with us today. Everyone check out Infused CBD Marketplace on Instagram. Yeah. And their website is... InfusedCBDMarketplace.com. There it is. Yeah. And hit him up with any hemp or CBD questions because he loves answering them. No solicitation. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks again, Paul, for coming on. Thank you so much. And we'll catch you next time. Stay high. Thank you so much for listening to our 16th episode of High Minded with McCarter. And thank you to Paul for coming on, being an amazing guest. As always, please follow us on Instagram at High Minded Pod. And please leave us a five-star review and subscribe. Another thank you to our episode sponsor, Herbie. Uh, Catch them at helloherbie.com and use code McCarter to save 25%. Stay Stay high. high.